Hello, welcome to Barely Adulting, where two almost adults talk about life in their 20s and what being a grown up really means. I'm Annie. And I'm Cheyenne. So, in today's episode, we'll be talking about love and specifically Ooh. dating shows. So, me and Cheyenne have <laughs> a really unhealthy obsession with horrible dating shows. And, yes. you know, watching these shows has made us reflect on our own love lives unintentionally. Yeah. And whether or not we would participate and go on these shows. Yeah. But before <laughs> we jump into that, let's get into a life update. Cheyenne. Yeah. Um, I mean, I am obviously still on job search, but I've been interviewing with a few companies. So I'm really hoping to be employed soon. Okay. I told Kenny I would not start panicking until I didn't have a job by Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving is around the corner. So if I don't have a job and I have to be telling people in Vermont that I still am unemployed, I will that's when I will be sad. Um <laughs> But you shouldn't put that pressure on yourself. I know. That's a lot of pressure. Realistically, I'm not actually going to like start freaking out because I realized I've only been job searching for October. So it's only been a month or maybe a little over a month. Yeah, that's so really anything. That's like not really realistic goal. Yeah. But I think it's just like the pressure of having to tell my family that I'm still poor. That's what I was like nervous about. But I think it'll be fine. <laughs> it's whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Honestly, I just think it's like luck like yeah. when you just score the right interview with the right yeah. person like obviously it's like your experience and stuff but it what like it comes down to like luck yeah. when you score because it's like right time and place yeah no my my most <clears throat> recent lead is actually kind of like a lead that fell through and then came back but my okay. previous creative director like sent me a job posting and I was like, yeah, sure, I'll apply. But I was skeptical because it was a senior design position for 10 years experience. And I was like, I do not have 10 years of experience. But then, and she even told me, she's like, oh, actually, I don't know if I'll be able to like get you in the running for that one because it's like senior. And then like a week, maybe even a few days later, she was like, actually, can you apply anyway? Because we're looking to fill two different roles. Um, okay. so there's one that's like, it doesn't have to be senior. So yeah, I will okay. be interviewing soon for that. I don't have a date yet though. Okay. Um, but yeah, um, in the lieu of things in November, my boot camp is ending. So I'm excited to be done soon. I'm going to be using my experience working with, um, Empathable, which is like the startup I've been working with as my final project. So I am very excited about that. Because it's yet again killing two birds with one stone. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And then lastly, um, Kenny's away this week for a work trip. So I'm home alone with the dog I am sitting, who is currently scratching at my door because it's her walk time soon. So, <laughs> oops. It's okay. When does he come back? He comes back on Friday. So, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, so long. Yeah. He went, he left Where on Sunday. It? He's in Indianapolis. <laughs> like what <laughs> he literally got there and he was like there's nothing here and I like looked up yeah, TikToks so of like things for him to explore because he had all of Sunday he left in the morning and 
TikTok said there's nothing to do as well. They're like, you can explore the city center. Here's a cute cafe with crepes. And that was <laughs> That's so sad. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another big update. I have my second round of my driver's test tomorrow. So wish me luck. Yeah. I hope you pass. You better. I better. I mean, the test yeah. is a joke. Like it's actually a joke. So as long as I can park well, I hope I'll be okay. Um, do you have to, you don't have to bring your own car, right? No, I'm using like the school's car. Yeah. That's like the one catch of the DMV. Like if you go there, they yeah. like, force you to have a car. So. Which is stupid. Like how are you supposed to get a driver's license? You don't have a driver's license. Why would you have a car? Like and you can't like, assume there's a family car. I don't know. So funny because so like stupid. the car, it needs to reach like specific specifications. Yeah. And like. I was staying at like a family friend's house and like four out of the five cars didn't work. They were like, no, we can't like, there's no insurance on this. Like this door handle doesn't work. Like, oh my you, gosh. like none of them worked like except for my aunt's car actually. So, oh man. <laughs> cause all of them were like busted cars, yeah. like salvage cars. And apparently that's like, you can't, no, which it's is like, so dumb. Like so how you probably like, have to like what? rent a car or something. I don't yeah. know. And you can't even rent a car without mm. a license or if you're under 25. So like, what? I don't know. So stupid. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't. But anyway. Okay. My life update. Life? Um, well, I had the flu for like the past week and a half. Uh, yeah. So that was horrible. Um, basically did nothing. Like it was so miserable. Like I literally had to text Cheyenne every single day <laughs> to like, have some sanity <laughs> and like some empathy because like yes I w- I just felt so sick like I haven't felt that sick in years yeah years honestly I feel like everyone has to get hit with a bad like sickness every like year or so or like every two years like honestly I feel like the flu I mean thank goodness for like COVID vaccines and stuff but I've had flus like worse than when I had COVID you know, and it's like, yeah, what? <laughs> like, how does that make sense? I think this week I'm going to go get the booster, Ooh, the COVID booster. Nice. And I think I'm going to get the flu shot at the same time. Again yeah. Because I'm not trying to suffer like this again. No, for real. No. And yeah, I need to get my flu shot. And honestly, like I see myself like now that I can see that I'm able to get sick again, like I see myself getting like second round of the flu, but like yeah. another strain. Yeah. So I'm like, and it takes like a couple days or maybe a week or two for it to even kick in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. And with like the holidays, like, I don't know if there's going to be a surge again or True. whatever. Like, I feel like there definitely know. will be with holidays, like prepared. both flu and COVID, like Christmas, yeah. Thanksgiving. No. I, know, I know. That's true. That's I a am- good point. I should get it before Thanksgiving comes around. Right. I'm kind of dreading it because like, you know, you feel sick yeah. the day after. But I should just do it. Like Yu Chen got the flu shot like a week or two before I got sick. And like he basically dodged it because mm. he got the shot and he yeah. didn't get sick for me, even though I was like very like sick when I was yeah. near him. So dang. Get your vaccines, y'all. Yes. Okay. What are some current obsessions? <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I don't know who should go first. 
I can go. Um, I wouldn't even say it's an obsession yet because I literally, it just aired today. But there's a new Glee podcast and I was a big Gleek back in the day. And this podcast is with Artie and Tina. Well, the characters, but like the actors. Mm -hmm. And it's called, And That's What You Really Missed. So they're spilling the tea on Glee. Mm. And I'm halfway through the first episode and they got Ryan Murphy, the creator of Glee, on. And they're just Mm. talking about like how Glee started, like what the process was to get it aired and stuff. But... I'm ready for them to spill some real tea because I feel like Glee had so much drama in real life, like with all the actors and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And now I'm old enough to understand it. Like when I was watching Glee, I was in like middle school and I was just there for the characters, but yeah. Um, another stupid obsession. I've been playing a lot of iPhone games because Kenny downloaded it on my iPad and then they automatically came onto my phone somehow. Um, so I've been playing Tetris and I'm really bad at it, but it's addicting. And then I have some other version of like 2048. I downloaded this one, but it's kind of like Tetris where the blocks come down, but instead of shapes, they're like numbers that you'd see in 2048 and you have to like combine them to make 2048, but yeah, it's pretty hard, but when I'm bored, that's what I'm doing. (laughs) Nice. My two obsessions, my new Kindle, which I mentioned in my last podcast which I've been really liking um it's just a nice way to read books when you're laying down we both read it starts with us between the last episode and this episode (laughs) yeah that is an obsession yes um it was great would recommend I think I was doubtful yeah no same I think it's a sequel that we needed though Okay, yeah. spoilers, skip maybe, I don't know, 30 seconds if you don't want to hear it. But I think mm-hmm. that is exactly what we needed because, you know, in the acknowledgement, she says it too. She was like, y'all didn't want more drama. Y'all just wanted to see her happy. Yes. And that's what we got. Yes, we did. We did. Yeah, I was but- highly holding my breath the whole time, though. I was so scared. Like something and was going to go wrong. I-, I feel like Ryle was like villainized. Like, yeah. More. And, like, he is trash, but then, like, I, I felt like it was, like, a different way. Because, yeah. like, in the first book, he was, like, likable. And then mm-hmm. she just, like, took a turn where he's just, like, the asshole and, like, he deserves, like, all the worst things. Yeah. Like. I think it definitely goes into the nuances of, like, what it's like to coexist with an abusive, like, ex-partner. Yeah, and um, throughout this whole conversation, I also watched Made on Netflix um, like mm-hmm. pretty recently, and Annie watched it before. And so it was very easy to compare the two scenarios because it's basically, yeah. like, the same situation. Uh-huh. And I think it's, like, really interesting because you never really think about, like, okay, yeah, they got divorced, but they have a kid together. Like, that means they will forever be connected. Right. And... It is hard because I think like as much as they are human, like the abusers, like they are what causes immense trauma and like intensity in their life that they didn't ask for. Mm -hmm. And now they're tainted, like they're in their lives forever. So I feel like maybe it is like villainizing him, but I think it's also like how Lily feels about his presence in her Mm -hmm. life. You know, it's like I couldn't even have a clean break because he's my daughter's father so I feel like it's yes it is like changing the point of view of him but I think it's also like 
following just her sentiments of like what it is like to have him in his in her life constantly I also love that his sister and her husband are so supportive of Lily like without that like she says it multiple times in the book without that support system she would never have gotten out yes and that continuous support from them in navigating their relationship together is so important so um yeah without any further spoilers you may continue (laughs) yes super good um my next obsession I just got the Stanley like tumblr do you know this yeah you showed me oh I did Um, I've seen it on tiktok too it's worth the hype yeah it's the best one of the best purchases I've made this entire year I'm not joking well I actually held off on buying one for like months because I was like it's just a trend like yeah it's just a trend you already have two hydro flasks like you don't need a Stanley cup and then I started thinking about what like months went by and I was still thinking about it because this kind of got trendy like in the summer Mm -hmm. and I was thinking about like why do I want one and like what the purpose would be and I came to the conclusion that it's really great because it's like a mix between a hydro flask and a tumbler Mm -hmm. like it holds heat and cold really well um I love that it has a cup holder compartment at the bottom. So it always fits in the car and like, it's also really big. So it fits in the car and it's big. Yeah, that's hard to get. (laughs) And it has a straw, which is really nice just for like a transitional um, item from like house, like you're drinking in the house and then you can just right away go to your car Mm -hmm. rather than like taking the extra step of, filling up your water bottle Mm. and then having because a lot of times I'm like I'm so lazy to like bring my water bottle like I'm just not gonna bring like that's true or something um and it's dishwasher compatible so you can put the whole thing in the dishwasher and like you know you'll get a really good clean and I just think it's smart like it has a physical straw so it's not like the straw like sucking like like lid you know what I'm talking mm-hmm, about like on the mm-hmm. hydro flask yeah yeah where it'll get like really disgusting yeah like it's really easy to clean and I just think it's a really well thought out product mm-hmm. and good. it tackles like different pain points yeah it has a straw but then it's like if you're not in the mood for a straw you can flip it and it, it'll be like um, a drinking yeah um so yeah. it doesn't always need a straw no, that reminds me of there's another water bottle that's super popular on TikTok. It's like the Owala. Owala. I don't know. I've heard of that one. It's like similar. I don't know about the cup holder part, but like it has two like mouth spouts. So mm-hmm. one you can sip it and one you can like glug it if you're like you need to chug. And I was also considering it because I got this water bottle like for not for free it's part of my like subscription box um Mm -hmm. all true which is like all the sustainable and minority owned companies and they compile it into like a subscription box um and I got this water bottle and it's like a huge plastic water bottle it's not like a hydro so it doesn't keep it cooled but it has a straw and like I've been using it in my workout classes yes and I'm like but for my workout I'm like so thirsty I need to chug something and like pour it down my face Mm. so that's the one thing I'm like oh it's annoying like it's really nice because it's so big and I like drink way more water during a workout than I do during my whole day but then it's like, I don't want to suck a straw while I'm like dying in the workout. <laughs> that is the opposite of me because 
when I'm in the middle of a workout, like I don't want to have to stop and open Mm. the lid of something to drink it. Like I hated doing that, like in a workout class. And so this is actually the perfect solution because it's a quick, you just grab it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Damn. Should I get two new water bottles? No, I can't. (laughs) I can't. Maybe for Christmas. Yeah, maybe when I'm employed, it'll be my like my present to myself. Yes. (laughs) I feel like we've been rambling on for so long. Um, We can just, I'll just quickly touch on like Sephora sale must haves. Um, I still love summer Fridays as a band. Yes. Brand. And so they have like a lip balm kit, which like has a sample of like all four of their lip balms. I think Sephora just has really good like sale kits. Yeah, they do. Like you know, the holiday and like just sets of stuff. Like they have this one set, which is like a bunch of samples of perfumes. And then you can bring it in after you're like done testing it out. Whoa. And then they'll give you a full size of <gasps> one of them. What? That's so cool. <clears throat> mm-hmm. They do that Whoa. with like mascara, um, perfume, like a bunch of stuff, like basically oh test it out and then come in and get like the full size. I did not know that. Yeah, which is great. And I just got a new perfume, which I love it so much. It's the Glossier U perfume. Oh. Yeah, it just smells so good. I got the solid piece. They have like a solid perfume, mm-hmm. which is like part of their sustainable line or whatever. So it's like you can keep using it and like mm. not have waste, I guess. Um, but that was like too small. So I wanted like a spray mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it just smells really good. Cool. I think the best way to describe it, it's like the clean girl aesthetic smell. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently nice. it like changes scents according to people. Oh, yeah. 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 That's yeah. kind of how like perfumes work in general. Like mm-hmm. um, I went to this one like perfume store in New York. Um, I don't know how to pronounce it, but their signature scent is I don't even know or something or like I don't know what. Um, And basically it's like the scent where it's like, it smells nice, but there's no like particular scent that stands out. Like it's not super floral. It's not super like woodsy. It's kind of just like a general scent. And mm. for me, like, I don't like perfumes cause I'm pretty sensitive to smells and I get dizzy really mm. easily. So I was like, oh, this is perfect. And they were like, oh, it's important to test it on your skin. So they had all these roller testers mm. instead of just the paper. Cause they were like, it will react different differently to your um, own bodily scent. And it's a unisex um, scent. So Kenny used it one time, like when he went out and he was like, it doesn't smell like you. Like, why doesn't it smell the same? And I was like, oh, cause like it's reacting to your body and your like natural yes. like scent. And it's different than mine. So we can wear the so same weird. perfume but we'll smell different. Yeah. Yeah. But so anyways. I like went to the Glossier store and like I sprayed it on and then I left it like for a day to see. And I was like, actually, I like it. And yeah, so I kept it and I bought nice. it. Stop. You're tempting me to go shopping <clears throat> and I have no income. Dude, I'm, I'm literally like, on the Sephora website. <laughs> no, I'm like such a bad influence. Like I think I have been shopping like so much. Like it's weird. Cause like for a while, like I didn't really make any money. So like yeah. I didn't shop at all. Yeah. Like I'm itching the bought, crave now. Right. And like I feel guilty for spending so much money. But then like I have a full budget where like yeah. I allocate like my expenses and like I track everything that I buy. 
and I don't go over budget. Yeah. Yet I still feel really guilty that like I can afford things. Oh, you shouldn't. And like buy things because I'm like, oh, I should be saving. But then I try to have the mindset where I'm like, yes, I can save, but also like I should be spending like yeah. what I make. Exactly. Like it's your money. If you're within budget, like I don't see why, you know, you shouldn't be buying anything. Like I think. I don't know. I feel like there's definitely like toxic relationships with like, you have to save every penny. Like you're irresponsible if you don't, like you have to invest, blah, 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 blah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we did a whole financial episode. We can revisit right. that now as we're, empl- will be employed. <laughs> yes. It is different because like, yeah. I've never spent this much, like, yeah. because in college I didn't have an income and yeah, your spending is going to be different. Yeah. So. We can do an updated episode. Yes. Okay. All right. On to our first show, which we'll mainly be talking about because it's just outrageous. Yes. This is the main show because it's like, I think it brings up the most, not realistic. I don't want to say realistic, but I think like context in which you can actually reflect on your own relationship. I think other dating shows are just like silly. (laughs) Yes. And I think we should try to talk about it in a way where people who haven't watched it can also like relate a little bit. Yeah. So like, obviously we'll talk about like specific things in the show, but like we could try to, yeah. like if the person has never watched it. We'll, we'll say when we're going to start speaking about like spoilers and you can skip ahead a little bit. Yes. Um, Excuse me. But majority, I think we're thinking pretty conceptually. So yes. Yeah. Okay. You do the summary because I can't. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So to start out, the show we'll be talking about is Temptation Island. Um, We watched it on Peacock, um, but I'm sure it's on other streaming platforms. You can find like clips of it on YouTube and whatever. But basically, the premise is that couples who are at a standstill or breaking point of their relationship will go on the show. So they're couples in real life, and they will Mm -hmm. go on the show, and basically they get separated into two houses. So unfortunately, the seasons that exist are um, only heterosexual, so they don't have any same-sex couples. Um, But I think it's kind of like nuanced if they do involve same-sex relationships. But basically, the guys will go into a house and it's four couples. So there's four guys and then there's four girls and they will go into a house. And then in the house, there's like, I can't remember how many, like 20 or something singles that are also living in this house with the four, you know, in relationship people. And it's singles of the opposite sex. So the whole point is that they're tempted to, you know, mingle with them. And the thing is, like some people take it as a context of, oh, it is a dating show. So I should be getting to know these singles, but Mm -hmm. others are, you know, they're put on the show because they want to try and reflect and learn about themselves. So yeah, we'll get into the nitty gritty of what that means. Um, but that is a general kind of scope. And then, um, they will have like, you know, themed parties. They will have, um, uh, different types of like elimination rounds and they can vote people out like the singles out um, the people in the mm-hmm. relationship will vote them out um, so that it gets narrowed down and then basically it ends. oh there's also like dates you will go on dates and you can choose like the people in the relationship will choose one of the singles to go on a date yes. with and 
again, like it's up to the person to gauge like, oh, is this a date where I'm actually trying to get to know them as a potential partner? Or am I using this person to kind of help dig deeper into me? Yes. Um, And then the last thing is that at the end of the season, they will have like, um, oh, I'm missing the whole meat of the show. Yeah, They're the recorded. They're basically, obviously they're recorded because it's a show. And then they're shown at the bonfire, the person who's in the relationship, the behaviors and clips of their partner in the other house, but it's purposely out of context. So they will purposely pick out like exact moments that hit the person's insecurity. So let's say they're like insecure about them being too flirtatious. They will only show them clips of their partner being flirtatious, even if the conversation before was like a perfectly normal context to have said yes. X comment, right? So that's where all the tea starts happening and they start seeing like their partner's true colors or what they think are their true colors based on the clips. Um, And it just gets very spicy. Um, But what I was getting to, yeah, go ahead. Wait, to clarify, the bonfire, it's like an event that they have each week where they like sit around and it's only the couples. It's not, the singles are not there to see what goes down. Mm -hmm. So it's only the couples, they, not the couples, like the the people who are in couples they're still separated from their significant other. And so Mm -hmm. they'll sit down and then watch clips together and kind of analyze like what's going on in the boy's house or in the girl's house. Yeah. And there's like the host that is mediating this bonfire and he'll like ask questions and be like, what are you feeling right now? Like, what do you think that was about? Um, And it's just interesting because, you know, the other people in the relationships too are seeing it as well. And, you know, they'll like, support each other or maybe won't it's really like you know up to the season um and then the last thing that happens is they have like a final date um and they choose like you know another single and they whatever and then based on the all the past experiences of this show they will be reunited with their partner and they can choose to leave with their partner leave alone or leave with a single so I think we covered everything yes and as like you can tell from the name temptation island like yes things get crazy no literally crazy (laughs) it's absolutely insane like from the first episode like I honestly want to go back and like I want to rewatch them all yeah because of how like good it was yeah also they drama they purposely choose singles based on like the couple's like type so like They'll yes. ask the guys and the girls separately, like, what do you usually look for in a partner, whether mm-hmm. it's intellectual or physical, mm-hmm. and they will choose and cast singles based on that. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning, they have like, a you know, all the singles are presented and they know who their like, quote unquote, target is. So they'll do like a cheesy line and be like, you're going to see me at your bonfire or whatever, like, yeah, it's yeah. super stupid, but it's like they purposely do that to like make them insecure um but yeah why don't we dive into our discussion um yes I think one thing that we I should talk about is the types of couples that will go on the yeah. show yeah yeah because yeah, I think that's good context yeah so like why yeah one one is usually like a couple that's been together for like 10 plus years. So they're mm-hmm. like all that each other have ever known. Yeah. And maybe but they haven't dating- proposed. Right. They haven't proposed. So maybe yeah. they're like been dating since high school or since college and mm-hmm. they haven't really had a serious relationship outside of each other. 
So they go on the show because they want to basically see, you know, what they they might be missing out on or testing out like the dating life that they never had. The second type of couple is maybe like uh, they've been dating for like one to three years and, you know, one person, you know, might want to seal the deal, but the other person like isn't sure and they're just not sure they should continue or break up. Mm -hmm. And that's usually like a pretty common pair that Mm -hmm. go on the show and like whatever. And then am I missing another type? There's like the one that has history of cheating like yes so one that's, that's the like, most common I would say right yeah um, so one partner has cheated and so they want to go on the show to test their loyalty yeah. basically yeah which so. is stupid I think anyway <laughs> whatever we'll get into it so okay. our first few questions are around like would you go on the show what are the circumstances you would so like what we just listed and why wouldn't you just break up Yes. I honestly don't know. I feel like it would have to be really like, maybe the circumstances would be like, we really couldn't solve the problem. And like, I can't see how therapy wouldn't solve a problem. <laughs> These people do not go to therapy. It's very clear. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think like, like what, honestly, I feel like the two circumstances make sense where it's like, the one where it's like, oh, I've been dating that person for yeah. a really long time, but like, I want to test out like other people and like, see if I might be compatible with like someone else or like, I can build a stronger connection that one. And then also like the testing one for cheating, yeah. like I do get it, but I think it's stupid. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, like for cheating, thank God I've never been cheated on, but like mm-hmm. as a person who has not been cheated on, my stance is like, if they cheat, I'm done. Like, if you can do it once, you can do it again. But again, like, I don't know, like, the perspective. Like, I've never been cheated on. So I don't know if I would be like, oh, never mind. It's okay. Like, why would I throw away, like, four or five years of our relationship because of one stupid mistake? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It's like, again, I haven't been in this situation, so I can't fully empathize. But I think the big question is, why wouldn't you just break up? Like, for some of these circumstances, like it really is obvious as you watch the show and watch their behaviors. It's like they clearly wanted to break up, but they just needed to find like an excuse. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I think it's hard for people to break up. Like they kind of yeah. need a final straw mm-hmm. type of thing. Yeah. And usually like a show like this would help expose it because watching shows like this, it made me realize that people are like really bad at relationships. Just yeah. Everyone in general. Generally, like, yeah. People just don't know how to act. Yeah. Like they don't know how to break up with someone. I just feel like we never have like education on mm-hmm. those types of things. And then you just kind of have to figure it out along the way. Yeah. No, for sure. And those people are horrible at it. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say something else. Never mind. It's fine. We gotta we gotta move on. Okay. <laughs> okay. So um some of the couples that go on the show, they they might have rules with each other. Uh, like, uh, you can't cheat on me. And cheating means like kissing anyone. Yeah. Um, or you like can't flirt with other girls. Like if you do that, we're done. Like by the end of mm-hmm. the show. So like, would you be a rules person? So how I feel about this? 
is interesting because as we will dive into later, there's one person in particular that is like so adamant that they didn't set any rules. Therefore, they can do whatever they want to. And it's like, if your relationship is good enough and you really did come on the show with like pure intentions, you shouldn't have to set rules. You know, like you shouldn't have to explicitly say like, you need to respect our relationship by not cheating and not having sex with someone, right? Like, isn't that just common sense? Like if, if it were true and you were really just like seeing how like, the relationship is and testing the strength of the relationship then it shouldn't have to be explicit of like oh you can't actually like kiss someone yeah but yeah I mean I think like if that's true then they wouldn't really be dating looking to date the singles and it's more about getting like an outside perspective Mm -hmm. but there's also been like scenes of the singles who are like if you're really just gonna shut us off like that then like don't come on the show yes like so it's it's an interesting kind of like I don't know like two sides of the story like to the singles this is a dating show where they're looking for right. a partner but that's not what all the couples are thinking right I would it would kind of be a free-for-all for me kind of like yeah. a latch last ditch effort to like save the relationship yeah and like I would only go on the show if I was okay with us and like not being together in the yeah. end just kind of like a fuck this like yeah. let's just give it one last shot and like this will either save or like break our relationship yeah, yeah. and I would not go on the show with you Chen <laughs> I would never do that <laughs> yeah no for um, sure <clears throat> yeah I definitely think our current relationships would not be um the reason we would go on the show yeah honestly not to brag but like watching these dating shows have made me so grateful for my oh, relationship yeah. I'm like, I'm actually in like a healthy relationship. Yeah, like for sure. After seeing like how these men act. Ew, boys, please. <laughs> in these shows, like it's appalling. Like it's we're going to so get gross. to love is blind in a little oh, bit. Just wait. Oh my gosh. No, it's crazy. I mean, of course there's like dramatics or whatever, but like still you can't act that much, you know, like these are not actors. These are people. Yes. Um, oh, addition. I think I know what I was saying. Circumstances. There's no explicit cash prize, but as I've been researching like other game shows and like Mm -hmm. these types of reality shows, I'm sure they do get paid a certain amount to be on the show. And then they get like, um, like commissions or whatever from like the episodes airing, but there's no explicit like cash reward. So it's not like, Mm -hmm. oh, the couples who leave together, like get a money, you know, cash prize. Um, so I feel like that's also another thing and then other things about circumstances is like I feel like you have to be a certain amount of a certain type of person to go on a reality show and yes put this all out there you know like I don't know I I don't think I'm the type of person to do that as extroverted as I am I feel like you need to be a little bit of a crazy (laughs) not even extroverted yeah honestly like I probably wouldn't go on the show and if it would be I, until I'm like maybe 30 or like really old where I'm like, okay, I'm desperate. Like, let's just yeah. go on this show and like, fuck it up. And yeah, let's see what like happens. But I don't think I would even make it because I'm not that yeah. interesting. Like how I'd act on the show. I would just basically be myself mm. and I would probably be really boring and I would be <laughs> voted off like the I'm third dead. week because <laughs> I have no connection uh. with anyone. 
Yeah. Also, low-key, I was noticing, I feel like all the Asian girls get voted off the first week. I know. Tea. On, like, um, every type of show. Yeah. Like, not just, it's always the minorities. Yeah. Exactly. So, on the subject of how you would act, I feel like I low-key already had practice of how I would act because... <laughs> When in my previous relationship, I was long distance for like the majority of the relationship. Mm-hmm. And it basically felt like I was single because I was so like barely in the same place as my boyfriend. And but of course, like I'm not going to ever cross the line of cheating. Like I was never even in a situation where it was like close. Um, But and like I wouldn't flirt or anything, but I wouldn't hold myself back from like you know, introducing myself or like starting conversations with guys or like other people. And I think for me, it's not even about being flirty. I think to me, like getting deeper with someone is more toying the line of like, oh, why are you getting so close to someone? And like, Mm -hmm. I would still let myself get close to them. But of course I would like literally like second conversation in, I would probably bring up that I had a boyfriend. Um, so I feel like it would probably be the same. And like, I'm definitely like a party person and like, I'm always the one running around, like making sure everyone's having a good time. So I feel like I'd probably still do that, but I'm also like a protective friend. So if something was getting out of hand or uncomfortable, I feel like I would also like rein in the singles and be like, yo, y'all need to back off. Like she is not comfortable with this. You know, like, I feel like I would low-key ruin the show because I would just be like warding off all the singles from the other girls. (laughs) I'd be like, stop, stop right now. (laughs) They'd be like, yo, relax. Or I would be a matchmaker for the ones who are actually looking to, you know, get a new partner. Yes. Yeah. Could you imagine me on the show, like as a single? I feel like if you were on the show, you would be in there as like the wild card. Cause I feel like, like you think you're not interesting in terms of the, like, you know, all these girls on the show, they're like big boobies and party girls or whatever. But like, I feel like you're interesting in the way that you have like perspective and like life experiences. And I feel like you would be the wild card where all the guys connect with you, like emotionally. And then they'd all be like, what the heck? Like, what is this? And I feel like you would never like get like physical. I think the girls would be intimidated. Like what I said earlier, like, cause you're getting deeper with people. Yeah. I feel like that would be your, your play. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's a good perspective. <laughs> what do you think your play would be? I don't know. I'm trying to think like what I would imagine you to be like. I think you would be like super outgoing so like you would get to know like every single one of the guys like you would probably be a girl's girl as well like you said like protecting all the singles like you'd probably like not get into drama but you would like break in like break drama so you'd be like the fuck is going on like (laughs) standing up for people yeah I could see you doing that because some of the singles like in some of the seasons like they start getting like oh no for sure like going off like I could see I feel you. like I would get voted off because I'm too like mediating. Like <laughs> I don't allow the drama to happen. And they'll be like, you're boring. Or they'll be like, you're I they would say, think I'm causing shit because I'm trying to mediate a conflict or something. But I also wouldn't be surprised if you got on the show and like you connected with someone right away. That's true. I could yeah. see my yeah. If I went on as a right. single, I would probably, yeah. But <laughs> as a couple. If I went on right. like, as a relationship, 
I feel like I would just like try and become everyone's friend. Yeah. <laughs> and they'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I feel like I like in middle school, I had a lot of guy friends. So mm-hmm. I feel like if I was like a relationship person, I would still like get close with the guys. Like not yeah, just yeah, being yeah. a single with the girls, you know, mm-hmm. and I would like get to know them and be like, yo, what's the tea? Like, who are you? Who do you like? You know, going back yes. to the whole matchmaker thing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next getting question. On, well, getting on to the spoiler oh, yes. section now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just based on our, I, I've never really heard anyone watch the show. Same. Like, I feel like we're the like, only one. Why? It's so good. Like, I hope if you're listening yeah. to this, like, we've motivated you to watch it. Please watch it. It's trashy, but it's also like thoughtful. it's not like okay so I tried to rewatch Love Island like the season that mm -hmm. I was I didn't finish and I couldn't get into it because it's like not interesting enough yes it's not there's not enough like I guess a push of a plot or like you know structure like yeah they have the activities but I'm like I don't care like it's literally just watching Mm -hmm. people in a house where this is the same like yeah you're watching people in a house but there's like a driving force of the plot you know and it's yes. like encouragement of like behaviors and like actions or whatever. And like you also see people in like their most vulnerable state yeah. in terms of like relationships where they're literally stripped to nothing. Yeah. And like the means that they go to or like the way that they act is so ridiculous. Yeah. Like, like it's crazy. There's it's some shit so that I funny. never would have thought is like possible to happen on this show. Okay. So we can talk about like the best moments and like most surprising results. So if you're yeah. listening and you haven't watched this please, and you want to watch it, you should. Yeah. Please go binge watch all the seasons and then come back and listen to us yeah. talk about what we think of some of the characters. Okay. Most surprising. Okay. Let's do favorite moments first. Yes. Um, very obviously one of the most iconic um, person, like the contestant was Casey from season two like I can't even describe how pathetic this man is honestly if you haven't watched the show and you are still listening like this might convince you this man yeah, is watch like season two watch season two yeah season two is a good starting this man is so pathetic like I don't even know how to describe him it's he feels like a piece of paper you could just rip in half because <laughs> he's so stupid like this guy is like acting all reckless in the beginning blah 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 and then once he starts seeing bonfire clips of like his partner like basically giving up on him because he's shown that there's nothing to hold on to he goes into this like hysteria where he goes (laughs) baby baby like baby I literally can't I want to gag like literally so embarrassing for him (laughs) The two words to describe him is baby, baby. Go yeah. watch the season and yeah. come back and you'll know exactly <laughs> what we're talking about. Dude, I literally can't. <laughs> He's so funny. I've oh. actually never seen someone this pathetic on no, a dating actually. show. I don't think and, like, anyone can compare to him. Yeah. And like, you know, me and Annie, we're not like mean people. <laughs> but yes. this man is so pathetic. I can't even call him a man. He's a boy. Like, oh <laughs> my God. Like, oh my, yeah. Uh, anyway, next okay. next one. The next one you have down is David. Oh my god! Yeah. So he, I can't, I can't really remember what the type of guy that he is, but he was just really greasy this, and slimy. Yeah, he's just what's the word like? 
not grimy, but the word like it's not crusty, like, like sleazy. I don't I don't know what the word is. It's not coming up to me, but he is just the most disgusting guy. Like yeah. He basically gets like super drunk one night and then he has like a threesome with like two girls in the house. Dude. <laughs> and it's just a mess. Yeah. And the biggest tea. So basically to prep for this episode, I rewatched the reunion episodes of each mm-hmm. season. And basically okay. what happens after they like go back out into the real world, apparently he like sleeps with other people. And even not even after the show, within the show, um, he like tried to like sleep with another girl and he would have kept it secret. But the producers like caught him, like the, the oh cameraman gosh. caught him. So they played that clip like in the reunion mm. episode. And this guy is trying to gaslight everyone and say that none of this happened. What? Like, obviously, the threesome is undeniable. It's like on camera, yes. whatever. But everything else that happens afterwards, he's trying to like gaslight them. And the girls who he slept with is there like at the reunion. And they're like, no, we literally like, I came over to your house. Like, I know what it looks like. And he's like, what are you talking about? Like, you're lying. Why would you lie? And it's like, what? Like, <laughs> hello? I know. It's giving shake from Love oh, is Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, literally. No, it's so okay. bad. And then my other favorite moment, I think it's in season two as well. So like, so, season yeah. is just a banger. Yeah. Like, um, this couple goes on and the guy is like the cheater of yeah. the two. And they kind of had this rule where it's like the guy shouldn't, or do they not have rules at all? I think that was the no rules couple. Yeah. So they're like, we have no rules. And then the girl's talking about how she's like upset that like her boyfriend cheated on her. And then literally like the first episode, she hooks up Yeah. with like, like a huge guy who's just like a meme at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it was that couple. Wait, I don't know. But anyway. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> and it's just hilarious because it's like the first, it's literally like the first two hours yeah. of the entire show. And they're like already like fucking in bed. Like, yeah. <laughs> also like more context of the show, like they are together like for the first night and they have like a whole dinner. They have a conversation with the host about like, why are they here? What are you worried about? And then they have like moments like right before when they get separated into the two villas they like have their final conversation and they're always like insanely emotional and they're like oh my gosh like (laughs) I am like I love you like we'll make it out of here and then it cuts to like the most insane scenes of like them just being crazy like I don't know it's weird yep yeah okay we can go into like our most surprising results and like the contestants that we hate yes and maybe any couples that we like yes okay most surprising results um I mean this won't mean anything for someone who doesn't know the couples but basically there's a couple from season four and I was so shook that they ended back up together because I don't know it was just so shaky like I can't remember the details now because it's been a while, but I was right. just so s- surprised. Like, I don't know. It was weird, but yeah, yeah. same with like, there's another one in season three where um, the whole point was that the guy's issue was he was too flirty with mm-hmm. other girls and he had a connection with like someone else, like one of the singles. And I think he told her they were going to leave together. 
And then they somehow like the original couple, I think, left together. But yeah. yeah. And then the baby baby guy that we're talking about, I actually thought it was pretty surprising that like the girl didn't end up going with him. Yeah. Because he does have like this like thing to him where he like can get the girl yeah to like be in a relationship and I was so proud of her for for saying saying no no. that's so true that was so iconic yeah that dude I don't want fire holy crap I need to rewatch it yeah no it's so funny like I was (laughs) cackling and I feel like in recent years like I've found more shows and movies that actually make me like verbally emote like Mm -hmm out loud (laughs) but this baby baby guy like I cannot emphasize enough I had to pause the show to like calm down because it was so ridiculous I'm literally re-watching the whole season two yes I want to watch it tonight okay let's do it okay our Uh, most hated contestants this was not easy like almost every contestant there's too many like I love this show because like you get to see people in like such an interesting way. Yeah. Like no other dating show. You can see people in this state. Yeah. Where they're like like, desperate mm -hmm. and like vulnerable. Yeah. Like I feel like with love is blind, like it's such a out there concept that they don't really break down like the vulnerability part of it and it's very like almost scripted and staged but this one like again I'm sure they're playing up the theatrics to some extent but like you really get to see their like intense moments and I'm like Mm -hmm. oh my god I know but yeah I tried not to go in an order where like we did the worst ones first but I did want to start off with season four's Hanya and this guy is ridiculously dumb so he comes in right and they're at this like they're still together with a couple Mm -hmm. and he's explaining the context and he's like well I have been interested in having an open relationship but the girl is not as on board like my girlfriend is not as on board so that's a context that they think is you know going into the show and so they're like Mm -hmm. oh we'll test it out and see how it goes see how it feels right and so he's of course very flirtatious already straight off the bat the girl is definitely more reserved like she doesn't want to like you know get too excited too quickly and then the minute so obviously she's like very discouraged because she's seeing his her boyfriend like flirting with all these people getting physical like slapping asses you know degrading like the women in the household basically he objectified every single person on the island like I know everyone and so of course she's like fuck this like I'm not gonna stay here and like just sit here twiddling my thumbs like doing nothing I'm gonna let loose and have fun and honestly like as much as I hated the guy I loved this for her because she grew she was empowered she like got confidence but basically Mm -hmm. the minute that he saw her like connecting with other guys he lost his marbles literally lost it comes running back yeah comes running back and is like I didn't know what I was talking about like and then we found out the truth because basically he had cheated in his in the past in their relationship and he wanted an open relationship to basically justify his past mistakes yes and he thinks that his girlfriend didn't know but she knew she was like yeah I know he's slept with other people like it's obvious (sighs) you know 
And then the best part is that, okay, please, like, again, if you have not gathered, we're already spoiling everything. But <laughs> he proposes at the bond, the final bonfire. And I'm like, are you the delusion? Yeah, the absolute <laughs> delusion of some of these like people you just can't you can't get this from any other show no, I literally. swear like, like I have never <sighs> seen people on live tv be so idiotic no literally and like you know how I said there's like the final date right so some of the couples will or the you know sync like relationship people will use their final date to go ring shopping for the yeah. final bonfire and it's like uh, like where did you get the idea that they want to be proposed to like this is actually hilarious and the way she had to literally like stand up in front of him and be like no like you're so like stupid the girl she was raging like she was raging inside like she was so mad honestly love her I hope she's thriving now (laughs) okay Um, well most of the men in this show are disgusting so there's two more that we have um Lascelles he's in season four so he's dating like this really like she's pretty quiet I would say Mm -hmm. that she's like more quiet or shy and he's basically just like the worst partner like yeah literally like is a compulsive liar like constantly is like gaslighting yeah like his partner and the singles so sad to see and then the girl is like just in love with him and like will like let go of anything that he does like which just shows how much he manipulated her to like mm-hmm. think that he isn't that bad but mm-hmm. then on the outside you're just like what am I watching yeah no and the worst part is like he's not only a compulsive liar to like his girlfriend he like basically had a very strong connection with one of the contestant one of the singles right and was like it's only you it's only you and right. then there's a compilation of clips of him saying the same type of thing to like eight different girls He's like, oh my God, I love, like, I really connect with you, like, blah, 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 blah. He even said to one, like, the girl he had a connection with, like, oh, you're my girlfriend. Like, we're going to leave this place together. And then I'm pretty sure at the end, like, they, they left with the original couple. So the yeah. girl was like, why would you say all this stuff to me? You know? know, like, what? I don't know. But yeah, that was a, we don't have too much to say about him. I wanted to switch it up and put a girl in here. Yeah. Because, also, these are all from season four, the past three people we're talking about. Jillian, she is with Edgar and she paints the picture like she's a victim, yeah. but she is not the victim. Like the whole thing is like her context of going on the show is because um, he cheated in the past. Mm. But really, like the truth is, you know, they're a pretty young couple. They got together, I think, in high school or college and she's in I mean they're both in their early 20s and so she was like oh I don't know if like I'm stifling myself early um and I I need to experience that single life and I feel like at the beginning I low-key related with her because like my previous relationship like we'd been together in high school and then into college and I was like and we were looking like pretty serious I was like yo I don't know if like am I missing out on something like not necessarily missing out but like I don't know. I just didn't know if I was like settling too quick. Right. And so, yeah, long story short, she's not the victim. She ends up beating down on him so much. He's like a sad puppy. Like he looks so sweet. He's such a good guy. And he's literally like a sad puppy. And all she does is yell at him. All she does is be like, you hurt me. You hurt me. You hurt me. 
even the singles like from both part like both Edgar and Jillian like they connected with another single right both of those singles were on Edgar's side like even the guy who connected with Jillian so it was like no one was on her side like no one supported yeah. her because she was just like so manipulative but yeah it's sad like it is it's just sad and then you know another guy that we have for season three a thruple is oh, formed yeah. like <laughs> this show has no boundaries no, like literally. you will see everything a literal thruple forms he is actually delusional like it's actually impressive how well he can compartmentalize his emotions oh no, yeah like, it's pretty impressive like yeah. he literally does not emote yeah he, he's just completely like chill vibes and like it's so sad to see like most men on the on the show have like no emotions yeah I don't know and even in the like reunion episode the host tries to like break it down he's like why do you always just say like it is what it is like why can't you confront the issue like why can't you just know you know like like think about it and he's like it is what it is man like I, I can't do anything about it so why should I like think about it and I was like my guy you need to relax Honestly, should like schools have like couples education? I feel like they should. I think maybe not couples education, but like um, classes on like interpersonal relationships. Yeah. Because like this isn't specific to just relationships. I think this is all just very basic human interaction and how to build relationships. Yes. Because yeah, like I feel like all of this comes from the fundamentals of like being a respectful person, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Moving on to a, a more positive note. Mm-hmm. I think we both like this couple. Yes. But yeah, um, why don't you talk about it? Yeah. So it's Julian and Christian. So they, you know, started dating at a really young age. Yeah. And I think they have a lot of trauma with each other because, like, mm-hmm. she did open up, like, both of them have gone through like a really difficult time with each other. Like mm-hmm. they had some family members that like passed away mm-hmm. and like just some really, really tragic things. And you can, and then there was like some cheating along the way, yeah. like when they were in their relationship, but you can just see like as a couple, like this deep love that they have for yeah. each other, like no matter what they've been through mm-hmm. and it was kind of inspirational to see like both of them come to the realization that like they were taking advantage of each other yeah. like throughout the relationship and like took not take advantage but like took each other for granted yeah 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 also this is a side note but like I hear kids outside oh my apartment and I want to see if they're like are they getting um, your candy getting my candy wait go look go look I need to go look we are recording on Halloween on Monday, October 31st. So Annie left some candy outside um, the door for some trick-or-treaters. But it's a Monday, so we weren't sure if anyone would come by. But I think we will soon find out if they're coming or not. Oh, my God. There's a bunch of kids outside, <gasps> like, dressed up. Oh, that's so cute. Are so they, like, young? Cute. Yes, they are. <sighs> I love oh my that. Gosh. Well, I can just move my podcasting to the window oh, so yes. I can observe. Oh my gosh. I wonder if they took any. 
anyway. Honestly, they I might kinda... be going to a different neighborhood to like, oh, like properly yeah. trick or treat. Yes. I kind of want to eat a Reese's peanut butter cup <laughs> because that's the only chocolate or candy I know that, that I really was like. the most popular candy when I was yeah. handing them out yesterday. Yeah, because they're also big. So, yes. Um, where were anyway. we? <laughs> Julian and Kristen. Yes. yes. Um, yeah, I think it was just like a really great example of like these shows as a crazy and stupid and silly as they are. I think mm-hmm. they were one of the only couples that I really was like, oh, there's actually some value out of this show. Like it's not just for like crazy entertainment. And like they learned so much about themselves and each other. Like Julian, the guy, like he was really able to open up about his emotions or how he was blocking himself from really feeling those emotions and like being vulnerable. Um, And it was really refreshing to see a couple who was truly there for each other and not to like date around. And I think it was nice to see that all the singles did respect that too. Like Mm -hmm. they were never like forcing themselves on them or saying like, why don't you let loose? Like, why don't you like, give us a chance like I think they all saw it as well as like they opened up about like you know what they were doing um and yeah it was just a really like pure example of like how you know I want to see more singles like fuck shit up like I want to see more toxic singles like yeah testing the boundaries just for entertainment purposes I wonder if they're coming out with a new season no I think they are like definitely are I'm googling it um, right now. I feel like we've been talking about this for like over an hour we um, are getting close to it oh okay okay not bad yeah hmm so other than that while Cheyenne's researching <laughs> their season five um I wish they had like more LGBTQ members yeah I think it would get interesting like you know if some of the sick like singles like date each other or like the couples, like, they kind of get with each other. I think that would be interesting. Um, but there's none of that, which kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, but I do understand, like, it might get a little bit complicated. Like, yeah, I think like if pairing it would, them up. like, it would have to be a season of, like, just, like, LGBTQ, mm-hmm. I think, maybe. Like, it might be weird or, like, not weird, but, like, it would be out of balance if it was just like one yeah, or two like one yeah like you know it just wouldn't make sense and like they might not even get any screen time because like mm-hmm. they might be irrelevant like for the season yeah okay I'm not getting clear information of yes or no season five probably um, not for a while because like season four like just came out and yeah. it was good but not as iconic as the previous ones. Oh, it says so. first half of 2023. <gasps> oh, so I'm so excited. Soon. If it was like on Netflix or something, like everyone would go crazy. Yeah, it's just because it's not accessible, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying um, to get my roommate to watch it. Yeah. I mean, we kind of also talked about this already, but another thing I wanted to point out is like, there's definitely trends of like how the different genders act. Like the yeah. guys are out there like trying to push the limits of their and the boundaries of their couple, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and the girls 
often like engage in much deeper talks and like they actually support each other and they actually want to like dissect their relationship and I feel like when the guys talk to each other like all they do is just like complain about what's wrong and like what they saw in the bonfire and only a few handful of them like actually dig deeper um but as we wrap up the conversation of Temptation Island there's another show that is on Netflix that is Mm -hmm similar I suppose um and it's ultimatum so yes what was the context of ultimatum I honestly can't remember that well it's just like couples that are want to either get engaged like at the end of the show they want to be engaged and if they're not they're breaking up and so usually it's like one person of the pair that wants to get engaged but the other person doesn't or like isn't sure Mm. because of like a certain reason so they basically like come on the show and it's like a couple swap where they just like swap each other like around. right yeah they swap with each other rather it's than like other swinging singles. like yeah the Utah moms like literally <laughs> swinging um and then they like live with like the swap pair and then they live with like their um significant other and then at the end they decide like who they want right but it was just like a flop like I feel like yeah it just I didn't, didn't have the it. drama that like Temptation Island has um I didn't finish it but also like I think one of the things that was I think went wrong is that they weren't like isolated like in another place like they were just in public yeah like they were in an apartment building or something so they could see right. each other they could go out to the club like they could do stuff right and I feel like while that is where most of the drama that I did watch um entailed I feel like that kind of like loses the context of the show like you're kind yeah. of just like giving them a free-for-all um yeah so yeah I didn't watch it if you liked uh. the concept of ultimatum I would recommend you watch Temptation Island because yes. it's so much better Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. Other dating shows. So Love is Blind is out. I think in two days, it's like the rest of the episodes yeah. outside of the finale. Um, the guys this season are just like next level. Like, I don't yeah. think I like any of them. No, I didn't like any of anyone. Like, I didn't really like anyone from the season. I know. It's just like kind of bad. I don't know. But I'm still like invested to see what happens. Yeah, I'm kind of invested too yeah um, but but is like the most foul of them no, all no gross um, gross horrendous but also actually the most foul one is like the one with the girl's name that starts with a c what's her colleen? name like, colleen yeah that the guy, ballet dancer the worst. The oh guy is the worst the guy she's okay. with or yes. the guy that he she likes the guy that she's with because remember they were like in the hotel room and he got like furious oh because... yeah and he was like packing up his bags yeah like that's yeah. like Red next flag. level toxicity but actually Bartiste yeah. might be worse I can't I, can't I don't know decide. I really just okay actually I like SK I think he's the most tame yeah he is I think um, he's just kind of bland like he's too normal yeah he's, like <laughs> like, too bland. And he's then, the like, only one that is normal I don't get it like is Braven here just for like the popularity or yeah like, Braven needs does to she go. even give a shit no like, clearly not and like Loki, her friends, like when they met up with SK, I was like, this tells me all I need to know. When they were like, you're kind of robbing my friend of a fairy tale. I was like, huh? Like, I'm so sorry. He's pursuing his education. Like, yeah. uh, 
he's becoming a smarter man probably gonna make way more money like what the fuck no i bet her friends were like what the fuck is this like her friends were just like also high key they were hella racist like when they were talking about nigerian culture i was like what and then when raven's with her his mom and like brother i think she's like so can i use a fork or no i know like i get that eating with your hands is not common in all cultures but in malaysia like i literally ate roti with my hands like you eat rice with your hands like it's literally fine and i get that it's like unusual but you don't have to be so rude about it you don't have to be like i know um can i use a fork (laughs) bitch just use your hand you eat chicken nuggets with your hands like at the same thing and it's so sad to see like how desperate some of these girls are yeah like how much they want to get married like you can see that in colleen she was like colleen i will do anything she was like i'll do anything yeah to make this work i was like what is wrong with you like i don't know i think she's just like like, out of whack she was like complaining that everyone was like oh you're like only cared about that she's a ballet dancer but every single thing she said was like i'm a ballet dancer i'm a ballet dancer. i know like what what do you expect <laughs> and like the girl with bartiste i forgot her name nancy nancy i feel like she's so desperate too like because i feel she's- bad for nancy i feel like she's also like she definitely is like desperate to settle into a relationship yes but i think she's also again like another one that's actually pretty normal like I think it makes me sad because like I don't think she knows her self-worth it's no like, not at all her self-esteem is on the floor like it's like, very clear yeah she needs to girl, get out of like, there you're almost 30 like get your yeah. life together like get a therapist I don't know no, I for can't. real and they had a I whole can't. conversation about abortion and I was like yo you need to get the fuck out of there <laughs> I just I don't know just Bartiste's tone and like no his whole family like it was just too yeah. much like y'all like this is like the first time they're meeting and then they're yeah. like I I have no words like the whole conversation is like the fuck are you saying yeah like, no it was very strange <sighs> and anyway. his age yeah I think at first he did a really good job of masking his yes. age and then once like he got the pairing and they got you know out and then mm-hmm. it really his true color showed yep yeah um some other shows that we've watched in the past um we were pretty into too hot to handle yeah it's pretty good i kind of forgot like a lot of it Same. um but i think if another season came out i'll definitely watch it yes that's um good. like i said earlier i did watch like most of the season two of love island but i dropped it because it just got like too much like i wanted to watch it for the british entertainment but like i couldn't (laughs) stay like i just couldn't they're so dramatic like and not in an entertaining way like i was just yeah i've never finished a love island season yeah i usually just watch it in the background and then i forget about it what was i feel like there's other dating shows but i forgot other dating shows um I mean, obviously, like The Bachelor, like yeah. me and Cheyenne. Oh, yeah, we watched that one season with Leah. Yeah, and Leah. Like, we somehow that was so watched, hilarious. like, the worst season. We, like, <laughs> we skipped watched... through half of it. Who it was, was too it? Much. Like, Juan Juan Pablo or something? Yeah, like, something And then like we that. realized he's, like, the most hated Bachelor. <laughs> and Literally. we were like, oh, damn, we chose the worst season. I know, I know. But, yeah. Some other reality shows I've been watching, um... It's not really a reality show. It's like a contest, but I watched Alone, which is like one of those survivor type shows, but it's like 
full-on like survival like they drop people in the middle of the wilderness and you have to like last the longest and they literally have a, like select amount of supplies um it's not really like a funny reality show it's more like a real reality show yeah um but of course you know we've talked about it before annie watched survivor yes um, there's also survivor like survivor and amazing race yeah amazing race this season of Survivor is like kind of a flop, not gonna lie. Oh, um, the cast is just not giving and the cast like, you know, makes the show. Yeah. So, mm, but The Amazing Race this season is so good. Yeah. It's so, so good. Um, Other more like trashy reality, Um, we're huge fans of Selling Sunset. Yes. Um, As much as like they've been exposed for being hella scripted and like all the oh. drama's fake, I don't care. Yeah. I will eat it up. Like, I do not care. Same with Bling Empire. Like, I'm sure mm-hmm. a lot of it is, like, fake or whatever. But I'm like, yeah. I don't care. Like, those people look like me. I want to see the drama, you know? And also yeah. the biggest twist for me was that Yusai from America's Next Top Model is in the latest season. I was like, sir, what are you doing in here? Like, <laughs> why are you getting involved with these people? Um, And Hotel Hall, we have recently oh. been watching a bit. What happened? My microphone like disconnected, but oh. I think it's back to normal now. Yeah, I can still hear you. Um, uh, what did what did you ask me? Oh, I was saying Hotel Hell. We just watched. Oh yeah, that's a pretty good like show to watch in the background yeah. as well. I was about to say when you're eating, but, but no, I take that back. Don't eat it. Don't watch it when you're eating. <laughs> it's so gross. I always watch it when I'm eating though. Yeah, same. Because like, I watch stuff when I eat and it's just yeah. like the most disgusting thing. Like more delusional people on TV. Yeah. I just love it. I love distracting my own life by watching other people's delusions. I know. It's just so entertaining. Yeah. And then the last one I wanted to mention that um, you just finished, Annie, is The Mole. Yeah, It's like kind of lame, but like, it's That's just lame. good enough that I was like <laughs> invested to find out who the mole was. Yeah. But it's on Netflix. Basically, like it's all these challenges as kind of like breakout room type scavenger hunt type thing. Yeah. And there's one person that's named the mole and they're basically um, tasked to sabotage like all of the tasks. And it's like insanely scripted. Like at one point I was like, are they actors? Like, is this even real? Yeah. But Again, like it's just slightly good enough that I wanted to find out who the mole was at the end. So I stayed through to the end. Um, but yeah. yeah. So clearly we've been watching like way too many TV shows. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I haven't watched a show with like actual depth in so long. Like, yeah. If you like- want to go watch ahead. like a show that's lighthearted and funny, but also is like kind of deep. I would recommend Reservation Dogs on Hulu. It's okay. about um, like a indigenous res- reservation, like in America. And then another one is Hentify or Hentify. I don't know. It's like Spanish um, on Netflix. And it's basically about like gentrification in LA. And it follows this family. And basically the grandpa is like at risk of getting deported. And it, again, it's like, it's pretty funny. It's like lighthearted, but then it mm-hmm. also gets to like, a pretty real I mean not pretty like a very real problem in America mm. of you know deportation and xenophobia mm. um Ooh, but yeah okay I will those are good to like kind of ease back into you know deep yes. shows <laughs> yes yeah yes. okay we've been rambling on for so long now yes but 
Um, yeah, I mean, I hope you watch Temptation Island after this because yes, yes, definitely. We hope, I don't know. It's just such a good show, and if you do, we'll start discourse on our social media. So, <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for tuning into our podcast episode. Hopefully, we didn't bore you too much rambling <laughs> on. We'd love to hear from you, so be sure to leave a review wherever you get your podcast from. You can check us out on Instagram at barelyadulting.pod. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.